and I say that, I consider you a friend and a colleague. I don't want to say a fellow traveler in the CCP sense, but we are a part of a of an understanding. I think we're a very rare breed. I think we're a very I, I use the term rara avis, a rare bird. I want to bring you a couple of uh, interesting side um, um, not sideline um, housekeeping, so to speak. I hate that expression. First, I can't say this enough. But it's important for you, I've got to remind you, to like this. I know people say it on every video there is, but there is something to the algorithm. Why is that important? Well, get ready. You're going to love this. This is Welcome to My World. As you know, one of the beautiful parts about YouTube and social media channels is the chance to get monetized, to have people like what you're doing and have ads put on them and to enjoy the glory of capitalism by virtue of your hard work and the dissemination of ideas and the broadcasting of piquant thought and the like. Well, as you know, we have been demonetized. And I wanted to share this with you. This is hot off the presses. Pursuant to a review, a review of this for reconsideration, I received the following from YouTube, and I want to share this with you, and that's why your support is so critical. It says your channel wasn't accepted for monetization. Now, it was for years. Years. But then, after reviewing your application, we found that your channel does not follow YouTube's monetization policies. And, and it lists, you know, generic things, you know, no vivisection, animal sacrifice, things like that. And it says, what should you do next? Number one, review our feedback. Now, listen to this and listen carefully. And imagine, imagine you are a, a creator and you're trying to say, okay, I want to comport, I want to comply, I want to follow the rules. I want to, I want to comport apply with YouTube. Tell me what I can do and I won't do it. Maybe, but let me see. Just tell me what it is. Our reviewers found that your channel contains the following. This is this this is the sole the sole strike, so to speak. The sole the gravamen of their indictment. Harmful contact with a an exclamation point, I believe, and a circle in red. Content that focuses on, listen to this carefully, controversial issues and that is harmful to viewers. Learn more. What well, doesn't tell you, you you advocated self-harm, you, you destroyed a young person's self-image, you, you might made fun of philately, or, I don't know. Quote, Content that focuses on controversial issues. Isn't an issue that is controversial interesting? Are they saying that we should talk about issues that are not subject to controversy, that everybody agrees with? And what's the point of that? Let's all talk about things. We, we, we all hate the flu. We sure do. We sure do. And it's harmful. How is a controversial issue harmful? That's it. So I'm not going to belabor the point. I'm not going to sit there. But that's why when I tell you, and that's when I say, this is, we, we soldier on, we continue. It's just incredible. And absolutely, it, it, it's done with such a, I don't want to say just a straight face, but that's why. If you look at this section, if you look at our section, how you can support us. There is PayPal. There is, we, we used to enjoy Super Chat. Remember, all of the things that we used to do, all of the, and this goes for a lot of folks who I think are putting up some pretty controversial stuff, but. But people would buy ads and they would enjoy it and that's gone. So that's why your support is so critical. So PayPal, Patreon, Cash App, um, Venmo, it's all there along with YouTube, with Bitcoin and the like. But this is the thing that is just, and what scares me the most, what scares me the most 
is how people are becoming almost, well, what are you going to do? It's not so much the, and we'll talk about this in a moment, because today we're going to be talking a little bit about the human spirit, defining it, but also a little bit about psychopathy. But I hope it's not controversial. I hope not. I hope it's, there's no controversy whatsoever. But it's just, it's the part where people just say, oh well, those are, that's the way it is today. What do you mean that's the way it is? Well, I mean, what are you going to do? That's, it's always something. Yeah. Don't be like that. Support us. Now, second thing, which is very, very important. You have reacted to this because, and I'm not saying this, this sounds very gratuitous. Sounds like I'm saying it just because you're here. But it's true. You see, there are some people who are very, very, very smart. Very, very smart. And they understand things. And when it comes to My Patriot Supply and PrepareWithLionel.com, they know you know this. The entire world right now is experiencing food shortages. What happens in this country is affected all over the world. What happens in a place you've never even imagined is affected here. Supply chain breakdowns continue to have this domino effect. This kind of a kind of a daisy chain, this interrelated effect on everything, especially food production. And farmers right now can't plant as many crops because of fertilizer shortages, forest regulations, ESG, high f- fuel prices. Look at Sri Lanka, look at the rest of the world. This is going to cause more painful food shortages when we run out of the food that we are eating now. Prepare with Lionel.com. Food takes time to grow. So when farmers don't plant, months later we don't eat. Prepare with Lionel.com. That's why you need to prepare now for an increasing number of food shortages. Prepare with Lionel.com. And the best way to invest is to 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 invest is ready our emergency food from My Patriot Supply. It's a perfect hedge against skyrocketing food and prices. Listen to me. Right now you can save fifty dollars on a four week food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithlionel.com and get your fifty dollars savings on a four week emergency food kit. Look at this. Just go and look. Start stockpiling. Start doing this. This should be every single week. Get ready. Get ready. This has a 25-year shelf life. 2,000 calories a day. This is not going to go back in your lifetime. Prepare with Lionel.com. Those who know what's happening are preparing now. Why shouldn't you? You will because you're smart. And you know that when you are afraid, you don't merely get afraid. You do something. Prepare with Lionel.com. Now, as you know, there is so much that we can be talking about. So much that is different than anything that anybody else is discussing. And there are some subjects which fascinate me to no end. At LionelMedia.com, by the way, this is a subject that I can talk, which is, which, by the way, is controversial and it is harmful. It's harmful to people. People are so shaken because I want to harm people. I want to shock the conscience. I want people to not be able to sleep. If I don't talk about a subject that doesn't make you say, "Oh my God," or 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 that kind of like sticks with you and make you say, like, "Yeah, that's right," I want to disrupt your equanimity. I want to disrupt your equipoise. I want to disrupt it. I want you to think about something you've never thought before. I want you always to be thinking about something. I want something, whenever somebody sees you, I want you to say, what are you talking, what's on your mind? What are you doing? Well, thinking about something. What is it? Well, psychopathy. Now, there's one word that we love to use. We love it. We use it all the time. And we just love it. And that word is, of course, psychopath. This one's a psychopath. You say Hillary's a psychopath. No, she's not. She's not. The word is used 
so incorrectly. Let me go through the list of all the comparisons that are just ridiculous. Number one, the word grooming is used too much. Too much. It's absolutely, it becomes a part of our, it becomes a part of our lexicon and the professional activists will use groomer. Always. Say, no, that's not, that's not grooming. You're, well, I like that word. Well, I know, because we have a shibboleth. The shibboleth is a word, is a phrase that we use in a particular group that signals our kind of a kawabunga, uh, baba booey, you know, uh, megadiddo's rush. It, 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 it shows that we're part of the group. We use the word pedophile too much. That's used incorrectly, constantly, constantly by people. Chronophilia, phoebophilia, hebophilia. Um, gerontophilia. People don't know. People are so imprecise with words, it's not even funny. How many times have you ever seen a really good meme that's just filled with punctuation marks? No apostrophes, no... I mean, they take this, they, they're they putting it together, they go, this is great. And, they're and then when it comes to the text part, some illiterate writes it. We've got to use the word. People are using everything, every comparison about Joe Biden and uh, National Socialism. And the guy with the paint, with the toothbrush mustache. They're, they're using everything and they have no clue whatsoever. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Today, when you're out, explain, ask somebody, what does this mean to you? What does fascism mean? What does that word describe it? In October, next month, is going to be the end of the month. It's going to be the 100th anniversary, the centenary, the centenary of the March on Rome, Mussolini's rise to power. Do you know how that happened? Do you know how that happened? Do you know what fascism is? What does it mean, fascies? What is a fascist? A fascisti? What was Mussolini trying to do? What was it? Do you know about that? I don't want this to be too controversial. I don't want it to be controversial. Oh, no, no, no. I forgot, please. And if it's controversial, I don't want it to hurt your feelings. But but, but do you know what this means? Do you Do you know? What is communism versus socialism versus Marxism? What does that mean? You're using these words. When you use the various philias, what does that mean? What does psychopathy mean? What is sociopathy? What are these words? Somebody will come along and will use mass, kind of a mass, kind of collective psychosis, or all of his conversion reactions. I love those. Remember the days of the mad hatters when people in the hat, business by virtue of the chemicals or whatever that would people go crazy. Sometimes there'd be a town where all of a sudden they had one I think in New York where all these girls were, you know, making these jerky motions collectively and it was a fraud. You cannot understand what is happening and I'm sorry if this is controversial, please, I'm so sorry. But everything that you feel right now, everything that you do, everything is dependent upon how do you react to something or what scares you. What scares you? Because what fear motivates you? How is it that you can watch this? How is it that you can watch a Joe Biden speech, a Donald Trump speech? You see it one way. You say, that was the greatest speech ever. And then you see somebody else says, this man's a lunatic. What do you think that is? Understand this. How does that work? How do you see this? couple of things. First, historically, there are some ideas, some theories as to why we think certain things. Pavlovian classical conditioning, that explains behavior. These are more behaviors. Operant conditioning, Skinner, B, uh, Burris, Frederick Skinner, B.F. Skinner, token economies, operant conditioning, uh, reward, pleasure, um, extinction, extinguishing behavior, expunction of behaviors. Punishment, pain versus pleasure versus uh, shaping, all these wonderful things. 
I loved, I loved the cognitive school. Love it. Carl Ellis, Rational Emotive Therapy. Uh, one of my favorites is that he said that people tend to be scatological because we love to say, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done that, and pretty soon you shouldn't on yourself. And people will not understand this because they love this idea of, of, of a pronounced recognition of what I did wrong. And that also is a, is, a, is a behavioral not good. But let me give you an example. He talks about the twins. I love redundancies. Two twins. The twins work like this. A set of twins, a set is at the beach. Not a set of twins are at the beach, because set is the operative word. This A set are at the beach? No. A set of twins is at the beach. And this set, this duo of a twindom, uh, there's a big wave that comes in. And one twin runs to his mother saying, I might God, I almost died. Help me, please, protect me. I'm going to die. And the other twin said, I love this. And runs back in, trying to get another one. Same wave, different reaction. Why is that? How does that work? What is the reason behind it? Explain it. The answer is that is how you process things. How you process something is the most it's the only thing that matters. It there is no subs there there is no absolute to the 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 stimulus that you're experiencing. It's like food. I know friends of mine, one in particular who hates mushrooms. I love them. But I understand what he's saying because I, even though I disagree, I obviously uh, the, the the texture, they seem kind of slimy or whatever. I understand it. I get it. Same substance, our perception. Music, music is uh, dependent upon time, where we, from what frame of reference we are, where we're from. Politics, a lot of times politics, comes from, from our family and, and what our fathers thought and what our, our, uh, our sensibilities then. Your religion is most probably the result of where you were from, where you're born, and your family. If you're born in Karachi, you're going to not probably be a Southern Baptist. It's just something tells me. Probably not Jewish. So much of what we believe is our environment, what we're told, what we thought. Our friends, our sensibilities, what do we think? And at some point, there's this person who comes along, and maybe it's Trump or maybe it's Biden or whatever it is, and what I want you to do is I, and I'll never get this, I'll never be able to, to, to attain this, but I'm going to say this. I want you to be able to look at this thing rationally, objectively, and I want you to ask yourself a question, what does this mean? Don't get upset over it. Don't lose your mind. Social media folks love to lose their mind. They love to go crazy. They love to show an anger and a reaction, and they love to blast Hillary Clinton blasted, because I don't know what this blasting means. Who cares? Blasted. She was blasted. Hillary Clinton was blasted. Don't get upset. Relax. Don't lose your mind. Relax. Look at this thing objectively. When I see Joe Biden, I don't get upset. If you didn't know Joe Biden, if you didn't know him, and you were in a service area of a Jiffy Lube or a car dealership and you're sitting there talking to him, you probably like him. He's extremely affable. He's extremely... Yes, you've seen the affability. Same thing with Bill Clinton. Have you met Bill Clinton? Have you ever met him? I have. It is... Everything they say about him is 100% true. You may not like this, you may not like him. You might not care for him. You might not. Um, how people are has nothing to do with their stage presence. It has nothing to do with this. 
I've heard people say, one in particular said that when Obama was running, he was very cold. Uh, Trump is a very nice guy, but he's he's not, doesn't put his arms all over you. It's, it's, a, different, it's a different personality. So remember, the you don't know the human being. You don't know who they are. You don't know who they are. And the moment you get upset over them, the moment you lose yourself, the moment you get angry, the moment you take it personally, you're missing the point. If you're boxing and you're Mike Tyson, you don't get mad at somebody. In fact, if you get mad, you lose perspective. You can actually get hurt if you get mad. But we don't think that way here. Because we really don't know that much. And what we do is, instead of knowing the issues, we focus on whether we like somebody or not. We make it very, very personal. We make it very, very, very personal. And you see, that's a very dangerous thing for us to do. Because you lose perspective, you lose your mind, you lose what's going on. I don't take it personally. By the way, an interesting thing about um, Orson Welles talked about Hitler one time. He was at a something. He was sitting. It was some place where they were. I forget what it was. He was there, and he says, "Very just not, not a." This is before he was who he was. How people are. Reagan. They always talked about Reagan. I knew Ron Reagan Jr. very well. Great guy. Always talked about his father being rather cold and detached from his kids. Some some people don't know how to do it. John Kennedy. John Kennedy, probably one of the biggest, closest thing to a superstar you will ever meet in your life. Then. But had no sense of Really weird. Listen to the Kenny O'Donnell story about how at night he would kneel and pray and they would eat chicken on a hot plate and they would he would tuck him in bed and say goodnight and turn off the light. Remember this? Did you ever read this? Nope. History would be a wonderful thing if only it were true. But if you focus on what you've heard, you're missing the point. The issue is on why do people love him? Because people need it. They love it. Politics today is personal. Politics has nothing to do with reality. Politics has nothing to do with the actual events. We want to hate people. Nobody ever told you the real story regarding Russia. Nobody. And I'm hearing people who are, I mean, if ever, how do you say I, I I don't want to say this. But they would be called in any other walk of life Russian propaganda. It's, it's almost... And they love. I mean, they love. And they themselves are... They may be accurate, but they love. By the way, they have no problem with monetization. I don't understand it. God bless them. Maybe it's not controversial. You can't figure these folks out. I have no idea how this works. But... I don't care about that. I have no feelings. Nothing. I love the story of serial killers. I have no interest in the serial killer. I have no interest in none. The subject. The, I think of them as like a Dalmatian or a Cocker Spaniel. Now let me ask you this question. And I hope this is not controversial because it might harm you. But I'm about to ask you. I want you to look at what a psychopath is. But more important than that, you're missing the point. I'm not worrying about the diagnostician aspect of it, how it presents itself. What can we learn from it? The problem with the psychopath is how the psychopath reacts. How the, per- how the psychopath takes the information in, normally male, by the way, takes, a, takes the information in, and what happens? What happens when inside? How is it processed? What do you do? When it goes into your head, what does your functioning centers do? At what age does the brain stop developing? Or, stated differently, the brain develops up until what age? Give me a number. At what age does the brain finally stop? Where we say, okay, that's it. The juvenile brain... Did, uh, 
affects, you know, it grows, it's, it advances, advances. At what age? Give me a, an age. Ten? Adolescence? When do you say that's enough? And that's important because when you look at criminal justice in particular, you have to ask yourself, when does this... Gabriella says 24, 25, 32. I like that. 32. 24. I'll save you. 25. Isn't that fascinating? 25. 25. And what do you mean? Well... You mean the brain's growing? Well, not really growing, but there are certain things that are making connections. How it all works. The brain, personality, is a symphony. Now remember, we're not talking about learning. We're not talking about learning. You always are learning. Great part is this, this learning. Learning is different. different. Experience is different. Of course. Of course. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about the development of the brain. Not learning, not memory, but the development. And one of the things I want you to think about your personality as a, as a symphony. Symphony orchestra. And what is a symphony about? Balance. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's quiet. Sotto voce. It's more of a that's more of a the, the lyrical direction, the timbre, the inflection, the ups, the downs. This is this is the critical part. This is the critical part. It's the balance, strings, brass, percussion together. You don't want to hear one over the other. You don't want one to be dominant unless it calls for that. There is a balance how it works and how you invoke it. And when you have a system, something that goes into your head, into your system, how does your executive part work? How is it dispatched? How do you focus? How, how do you weigh the equities of this, as we say in law? Uh, how does this work? The most important issue ever. How do you handle things? How do you balance well, what's very interesting is that there's this wonderful, wonderful thing, and I did this. I just did a uh, did a piece on it right now on uh, Lionel Media, and I took some. I always like it. There's a good a lot of the uh, a lot of the there's a lot of good uh, uh, um, uh, YouTube videos, which I think are controversial. They talk about killers and <laughs> you know. But anyway. That's called perseveration. Perseveration is also one of these great... Um, uh, it's, a, it's a term that's used in spectrum disorders. Either perseverating a, a motion, uh, a tick, a thought, an OCD, whatever. Anyway. So when these, these issues come in, these events, how do you handle consequence? How do you ha- where do you place it? What do you do with this? And it's an example because now your political inclination has nothing to do with you being a psychopath. But how you assess things, it's the same mechanism. It's the same thing. What do you do with this? So here you have, let me give you an example. Make it very simple. You have Joe Biden and you have Donald Trump. Put them side by side. I think most people here like Trump, though he's got problems, and despise Joe Biden. Okay. Why? Now, let me tell you what the first thing is that society never had before. The social media scrum. The social media scrum, this, this, this mass of humanity, has never been seen before. There were crowds, there were demographics, but nobody could connect with everybody at the same time. You learned, maybe if you went to a rally... Maybe if you went outside, maybe if you went to some, uh, I don't know, some um, you know, a rally, uh, a convocation, you read, you know, you whatever, you, you 
You have like a caucus. That's the only time you get to see this. But social media provides you with the ability to see what everybody's saying at the same time. And what's critical to the efficacy of social media is for you to believe that it's accurate. They want you to believe that it's accurate, that it's a representation of, of society. That it's not just a kind of a smattering, because believe it or not, most people are not on the social media you're on. Oh, they're on social media, but they're not. Have you ever seen how many planes are flying every single day? Yeah, but when you're flying, you're going to say, I don't see any plane. Thank God. The number of people who are driving every day would blow your mind, but when you're driving, you think, I don't really see anybody. It might be a country road or what have you. That's a very important thing to note. It's a very important thing to note because you will believe if you watch Fox News or MSDNC or CNN or NASCAR or professional wrestling or baseball, or whatever, you think that within that group, everybody is saying the same thing. Like right now, the, the Mets dropped to the... Sometimes you will see World Cup, FIFA, soccer world. You'll, you'll, you'll swear the entire world is watching it. Significant factions, but not everybody. Not everybody. And you believe that what you know, everybody knows. That's the illusion of social media. I love it. I love it. You have no idea. The the psychology behind it is just gorgeous. Now, let me remind you of something which is very, very critical. MyPillow.com. Listen to me carefully. Use promo code Lionel. L-I-O-N-E-L. Not two L's. I get this Lionel. I don't know where that comes from, but... Right now, the biggest bed sheet sale in my pillow history is going on. Right this moment. Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheets. $29.98 with promo code Lionel. It's right there. It's insane. It's like Crazy Eddie. My slippers, save $90. My pillow sandals, save $50. Flash sale, my pillows, as low as nineteen eighty eight. My pillow mattresses save fifty percent promo code line. My pillow just just go, go through this. You ask yourself, how can this man do it? Volume. Remember that great Robert Klein joke. MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com, and the great, the inimitable, the ineffable, the wonderful Mike Lindell. MyPillow.com, use promo code Lionel and receive a free gift. I know that's tautological. I know gifts are free, but nonetheless, take it. MyPillow.com slash Lionel, promo code Lionel, or call 800-645-4965. 800-645-4965. Now, let's go through this right now. We are facing, in 62 days... The first blast, the first torrent, the first tranche, the first um, series of elections, midterms. And what's going to happen? What is going to happen? Well, first and foremost, as I've been telling you, I only care about elections. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care about... Jennifer Lawrence today was said that you know, I used to be a Republican until I heard Trump. And then I, okay, all right. You want to hear about Harry Styles spitting on someone? You know that dude who supposedly jumped out of the building in New York? Bed Bath & Beyond fella? You sure he jumped? Have you ruled out homicide? Have you? Of course. Really? Look into that one. You know the woman who was uh, jogging at 4.30 in the morning? I don't care where you are. Don't jog at 4.30 in the morning. By yourself. Don't. Don't do this. I don't care if you're in a... Especially if you're in a alone road by yourself. Do not jog at 4.30 in the morning. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault at all. You have the right to jog at midnight nude if you want. I don't advise it. You shouldn't be able to lock your doors... Or shouldn't be forced to, but I suggest you lock your doors. 
You should be able to leave your car windows down with all your stuff in it, but I don't advise it. Somebody's going to take it. Now, when I tell you, lock your door, you know, I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying, well, if somebody steals it, you're at fault. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that this is a sick world. And there are people who are not necessarily psychopaths. It might be sociopaths. But there are people who just, for whatever it's worth, they do not care. And you have never met these people before. You have never met them. You have never met them. I spent so many years of my adult life representing people that I, it was a, you never know who you're going to get. When you do court-appointed cases, it's wild. I mean, you just, people, you would not want, you wouldn't talk to them if they were on their, and now you're, you're, you're representing them because you have a constitutional right to protect their, their rights. You have a duty, I should say, to protect their rights. And, and, and when you talk to them, you realize, my God, these people are really, they are devoid. They're not looking at you. They don't make eye contact. They have, there's no family. And this is from every demographic you can imagine. Every. So this woman who was, um, who was by the way, look behind that story. There's a lot that I'm reading about this and I'm not at liberty to even uh, advance because it's not proved yet. I just don't, I don't believe in rumors or what I'm hearing. But there are other avenues of discussion, other uh, websites and investigators and reporters and groups of people who are presenting another version of it that is, again, jaw-dropping. But we'll see. It's not my. It's not my. I don't want to be controversial because you know, you know what that's about. But there are so many people, and listen to me carefully. Do you know what's going to be, or what is the future of this country? Do we have any teachers here? Do you have any? idea. The farm team of lunatics we are putting together, do you have any earthly idea of what we're talking about? I have a series of friends of mine who are teachers and I get my weekly update. Tell me, freak me out. Tell me what you're seeing. Tell me what you're seeing. Oh my Schools that are housing, basically, they're, I guess you might want to say they're daycare centers for people who are psychologically and emotionally bereft, heavily medicated, heavily sedated from families, from situations, from trauma, unaddressed, unattended to, unnoticed, uncared for, it will blow your mind. And people who come from emotionally, psychologically bereft situations, you're going to see psychopathy, sociopathy, and you're going to see a variety of, not only, I talked to a teacher, friend of the day, had a student who came to school and the student's parent was very, very upset because the student received a very poor math grade. When the parent called up, which is a rarity, my friend the teacher said, well, I have a reason, a reason or a belief on why, what may have attributed to this. Your child sleeps or rather is passed out during the day. Passed out. Because of medication. They take your child, load the kid up on whatever, send the kid to the school, and the kid's just out. Eyes rolling back. I mean, just not a rarity. And then one day, 
one day somebody said, why don't we decide, or why, why don't we perhaps adjust the medication, or, or, or why, why don't we take the kid off of the medication, or do something, lower it, titrate it, whatever you want to call it. And the child came back bouncing off of the wall. Like you can't believe. I mean, wow. Couldn't believe what they were saying. Couldn't believe it. Now you know why the child's on the medication. Or was it because of such and such? Now, I've, I've deliberately gone from politics to the psychopathy because I'm, I'm just fascinated by it, about how we process. But we have right now, and I cannot watch any cable news. I try. If I, if I try, if I feel as though I am industrious or if I'm, risk, if I'm kind of, uh, if, if I'm up for it, I think the smartest person, obviously, on any kind of cable news, is Tucker Carlson, who I think is appreciated by no one, because he, he speaks at a much, much different level. Very theoretical. Very theoretical. They just very, very good. I I don't know, um, you know what what good is going to do. But if I can handle it, I tried today, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it because what we're dealing with right now is something which is the collective behavior of a classroom. And I want you to think about this: the country is our classroom, and voters are our students. And we have, there's going to be a test coming up. And I do not care for a moment. I do not care. I mean this. If a person says, I have looked at the issues and I'm going to vote for Joe Biden because I think he is the best person. Thank you. I respect your opinion. That's fine. I disagree with it, of course, but that's it. As opposed to, nah, I don't know, whatever. That's the part I don't understand. That's the part. And what we are, and please listen carefully, please just listen to me carefully. I am telling you, I am telling you right now that we are of the belief, people that you know, people that you like, people that, I've never seen anything like it, who are, and please listen to me, confusing watching Joe Rogan, Breitbart, CNN, whatever. Confusing that with being politically active. That that watching and commenting and being a part of the of the peanut gallery and focusing on this, that this this is what it is. Do you know people like that? There was a story today. Hillary Clinton is not going to run. So I'm looking and I'm watching this thing and I walk by. I'm kind of kind of doing a sampling of what's going on. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was, it was on Fox for a second. I go, oh, oh, I haven't seen her in a while. And she's talking bad about Hillary Clinton. I said, this is moot. They just love to talk about Hillary. They love to hate on Hillary. It makes them so happy. Gavin Newsom is going to be the nominee. Gavin Newsom is going to be the nominee. Uh, I do not think for a moment that Joe Biden could physically withstand whether uh, another uh, um, you know election but but it doesn't matter once he's told that's it you're done he'll say fine he has done everything there is he's at the age he is he has done everything there is Gavin Newsom is going to be it and Gavin Newsom is a very formidable opponent 
Gavin Newsom is going to be one of the best proponents and deliverers of this. I don't want to keep saying woke because I think woke doesn't make any sense anymore. But he's going to be the best presenters and broadcasters of this alternative uh, philosophy. Do not dismiss him. Do not disregard him. Do not Do not ignore him. This is what he's doing. Now, what are they talking about? What's social media talking about? We're making fun of people. We're writing articles about the country is in a state of moral decline. Thank you very much. Thank you. The values of our country have been eroded and have been contaminated and have been through a series of, of contamination and a putrefaction through a putrescence, this barnacleized horror show. Correct. Wonderful. Excellent. Victor Davis Hansen, come on. Victor, what do you think? He'll, he'll give you the whisper lecture on the Peloponnesian War and how George Patton is really a an avatar, so to speak, for Trump. Excellent. And then we'll talk about this and we'll feel good. And what do you think? I think it's like going to a it's like going to a Beatles fan club. And the Beatles were the best. Yes, they were. Better than the Stones? Absolutely. The Beatles, oh without a doubt, the Beatles are wonderful. Yes. That's that's political commentary today. That's it. And Trump is good or Trump is bad. Biden is good or Biden is bad. That's it. That is. That's it. That's the that's the depth. That's the level. And you go and you listen to people who basically, well, here's something new. Here's an article we found that says, compares uh, this, this, uh, this, uh, uh, Biden is such and such. Oh, oh, that's great. I love that. And, and what I'm telling you, and I'm telling all my friends, and by the way, today I'm going to be talking to my good friend uh, Mark Simone at 1040. I'm going to tell him the same thing. He's a very popular show. I don't understand where to go anymore. Because the thing, because it doesn't go in, I guess maybe the psychopathy of us, it says, how are we going to run the election? Ah, don't worry about the election. Let's just talk about how great everybody is. Okay. But don't you want to talk about the No, I don't want to talk about the election. Don't you want to figure out the... No, not really. Not really. Well, what do you think Trump's going to do? I don't know. Can we talk more about moral... Let me ask you a question. How many of you are sick and tired of Mar-a-Lago? The raid, the special master, what was taken, they went through Barron's room, they went through Melania's room, he had a uh, Time magazine uh, cover... Uh, framed, how many of you are sick and tired of the Mar-a-Lago story? Not that it's not important. Not that it's not, you know, important. It is important. I heard someone say, I read yesterday, in an American thinker, I mentioned this at my web, this my uh, personal, my subscription service for, by the way, less than 30 cents a day. A mere Google. But Mark Levin said this was the worst, and I can give the quote, but the worst attack on our Republican modern history, or something about that. And I'm thinking, oh dear God. The Mar-a-Lago raid is worse than 9-11 or whatever to say. Now, now we're getting, now, now we're just getting out of control. Do you really, are you saying, and, and maybe maybe this is just me, maybe, maybe I'm just missing the point here, but are you saying that this was horrible because Trump was affected by it, or are you saying it was horrible because the Constitution was violated? No, they're saying it was because Trump. Look what they did to me. And Bill Barr said, that Bill Barr, that rot, 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 I can't believe it, he's doing it, you're, this is all we're talking about. Enough with the Mar-a-Lago thing. Let it go on. Let it happen. Let it work its way through. Let's move on. 
Where are we going? Do you think this is a... Do, does anybody think this is an electoral process? Does anybody think this? Going back to my psychopathy reference, does this go into somebody's head and say, yes, well, you know, I wasn't going to vote for Donald Trump because I don't like him, I don't care for him and his policies, but doggone it, when I found out that I went through, they went through Barron's clothes and Melania's closet, I said, well, that's enough of that. That's enough. Did you see that warrant? My God, it's that Christopher Ray again. This is this is the same. Do you think anybody, do you think this is, a, this is a, an, an election issue? Is there anybody out there, seriously, anybody who cares about this? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to demean it. I'm not trying to. Are 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 you kidding me? Enough. Are we going to talk about the 2020 election anymore? Enough. By the way, that's going to be interesting because that Dominion case is going. They're going to be doing taking depots. Of, I I I haven't been following that enough, but that's going to be a that's a good one. Why do I say that? Let me tell you why. I say that because a lot of times when there's a libel case, defamation, there's really no damages. It's just like, oh, that was rotten. Did you lose your job? Nope. Did you lose any money? Nope. Did you uh, have to move away? Nope. Did you? Nope. It, 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 it was just pretty crummy. Yeah, it was. But when but when a company alleges, and whether this is provable or not, it's a different story, but when a country alleges our bottom line was affected, the word dominion became like Shinola, and nobody ever talked. That's a different story. That's a different story. Wow. Wow. Now we're getting into these mega trials, billions of dollars. Well, we'll see what happens. That also... And I know nobody's going to be talking about this. That also has an incredibly chilling effect on discussion. How are you supposed to say? How are you supposed to say? If you're Janine Pirro and you think, you believe, in your opinion, if you think, you know, this is crummy. Okay, that's an opinion. Opinions are theoretically, um, you know, protected and that sort of thing. But when that traverses into, you're making a statement of fact, that is another story. Do you understand this? That is the, that is so different. You do recognize the fact that the libel and slander and defamation are a statement of fact. You're saying this is true, not I think, I'm not so sure, maybe I hurt, whatever. This is a very, very, very interesting and a fascinating case. Absolutely fascinating where this thing goes. Now, when I talk to my friends who are Republicans, guess what? They hate when I tell them You've got to have some subjects. Let me ask you. Please write this down. What is? Vote Republican for what? Now right now I can tell you. If you vote Democrat, you vote. If you vote, if you vote Joe Biden, I'm telling you right now. If you vote Joe Biden uh, or Democrat, you'll get they're going to do everything they can to they're going to reverse they want to uh, destroy, strip uh, the um, filibuster. They want to pack the court. They want to make D.C. a state. They want to... Uh, the Electoral College, they might they might be working on that. I'm not really sure. They're going... They, they have programs regarding um, energy... Uh, alternative energy, um, gun control. They will list... Program after program, issue after issue, Afghanistan, do this, money for this, signing this bill, signing that bill. They are just, they, they are a machine when it comes to bills and the like. They are just, there's no end. There is no end to this. Do you hear what I'm saying? There's no end. Nothing. None. None. It just goes and goes and goes. 
But the Republicans are offering what exactly? I don't know. What is it exactly? I don't know. Tell me, what is it? What is it? Remember, you're trying to get, and I'm trying to, I'm going to say this again. You're trying to lure somebody. Think about this. Think about the, the, the brain of the psychopath. Think about somebody trying to, to crack through this sense of, of consequence and the like. You're trying to explain to them, this is the issue. This is the issue. How do we say this? How do we say this? How, how do we say this? How do I say, vote Republican because you're going to get what? To the independent or the undecided voter who's going to be lured, who probably, and if they're independent or undecided, they're leaning left. There's no independent or undecided who is or a, a conservative or a Republican. No, 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 no. There's no like, well, I'm not so, I kind of, I mean, I kind of like the Republican. No, 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 no. They're, you're, you're in 100% or you're not. So it's going to be somebody who's kind of left in the first place. What are you going to do? How are you going to lure them? What are you going to say to them? This is the part. This is the thing which is so critical. What? What are you saying? Well, we have a good tweet where we slammed Hillary. Okay. What else? Got a nice article. Jordan Peterson said something about something. Ben Shapiro had a very tasty uh, uh, repost. Uh, uh, Steve Bannon is very, very good. Our good friend Dinesh D'Souza. Wait a minute. You're, 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 you're pointing to people who aren't. No, no. What is the what is Ted Cruz say? What is the Republican Party? I'm gonna, I will vote for the Republicans, but please tell me, what is it that you will give me? Say it. The Democrats will give you page after page. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You may not like it. What are you doing? What? Somebody writes, safety for your kids. Are they saying this? Are they saying this? Are you, are you hearing this? What is the, tell me where you're hearing this. I don't hear this. Wh- what are they saying? What is the, what is their message? Tell me. I don't know what it is. You're saying this. You're, you're writing. You're saying, this is what I want. This is what I think is important. This is what I think is critical. But you're not explaining what they're saying. I don't care what you think. I mean, I do, but I, but I, but I don't. And nobody cares what I think. And there we, there we are, my friends. And you, we can talk about this all day long, and we will. And there's fascinating stuff, that really good good stuff. But it comes down to this. So remember, remember, when you're, if you insist upon watching these TV shows or reading these articles or whatever it is, or tweets, or ask yourself, what are they telling me? I know what this person's saying. I know what... Um, uh, whoever is saying, but I don't know what the Republican Party is. I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing to secure the vote? What are they doing to make sure that the voter integrity and the sanctity of the franchise is maintained? I don't know. What are they doing? I don't know. I have no no, no clue whatsoever. My friends, I thank you for that. Now listen to me. These are tough times. Promise me you are never going to lose your fortitude. You're never going to lose your guts. You're never going to lose your fight. Do not, under any circumstance, we do not give up. They're going to throw stuff at us you cannot believe. And it's not, I'm sorry to say, it's not Joe Biden. It's not the Democratic Party. I know this is contrary to the, to the narrative Democratic Party is not the problem. It's the shadow government cryptocracy, this ruling class, the police state, intel state, shadow government, ruling class, the, 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 the folks, deep state, whatever you want to call it, these are the people who are running the show. And their offices are in Switzerland or with the, uh, Klaus Schwab or maybe in London or... They're called Bilderberg, the Von Mises Group, uh, excuse me, the Mont Pelerin Group. They're the uh, Council on Foreign Relations. They're World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization. You know that. The reset is here. 
My friends, I thank you. Remember, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. Also, mypillow.com slash Lionel. And also follow Mrs. L at her YouTube channel, Lynn's Warriors. Subscribe and like her videos. And we will see you tomorrow, my friends. Same bat time, same bat channel, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Thank you so much for your time and your attention and your wherewithal. See you then. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.